Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Krypton exploded, but after Krypton airs on the Sci-Fi Channel, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex. I'm Pete. And oh, that was more uh, affectless than usual. Yeah, Pete. What, yeah. Why? What's going on? I don't know. Are you gonna just derail this instantly? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna derail it right away. Oh, geez. How? Uh, I just, you know. Your voice bothers me sometimes. Jesus, Pete. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it was something about the episode, but it wasn't. It was about me. Oh, this is awful. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's well, try anyway. to move forward from here, buddy. I don't think we yeah. can. Oh, God. Uh, well, anyway, we're going to... Space gonna... elevator. <laughs> Space <laughs> elevator. I'll tell you what. Of all What's the, the most ridiculous thing you could have in a TV show? I know. A space elevator. Space elevator. Whoever A-elev- controls the space elevator controls space. I know you're making fun of it, but I love the space elevator. I fucking hate the space I, elevator. I like things that are just like... Ridiculous? Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, also, the name of this episode is a little ridiculous. Danger Close, which sounds <laughs> like uh, Kate Matt said it. Uh, but we are going to be talking about Danger Close, which is the fourth episode of the second season. How have I made it this far? I don't know. I'm very surprised and elated. I'm curious to hear what your reaction is going to be to this episode, which features 0% Lobo, which has been the main thing that's been hanging you on with this show. Right, Pete? Yep. Uh, so that all said, let's do some recap before the episode. Precap for the recap. This is a preview of your coming attractions. So a lot of stuff going on here. There's a dude named Seg who is Superman's grandpa. He was exiled from Krypton for a very long time, but he managed to make his way back to Krypton along with Adam Strange, a time traveler from our time who... time-traveling douchebag. Time-traveling douchebag uh, who came back to this time to repair things but may have, in fact, made things worse because now General Zod, also a time traveler, has taken over all of Krypton. Now... General Zod, it turns out, is the son of Elida Zod and Seg-El, who had an affair. We don't know exactly how it happened yet. Hopefully somebody's going to explain to us how babies are made at some point, because I still don't get it. Uh, But Elida Zod and Seg-El had this baby who grew up to be General Zod, who traveled in time and took over Krypton, as I mentioned. Uh, While Seg was away, the reason he was away is because he was stopping Brainiac, who was going to destabilize the core of Krypton, make it explode, which would lead to Superman. That didn't happen because Seg took Brainiac into the Phantom Zone through a variety of circumstances. Brainiac ended up in Seg's brain. Seg thought that he separated himself from Brainiac last episode. As we find out, that's not exactly what happened. I told you that because he still had his powers after. Well, we also told you that because we agreed with you on it. Uh, So that was an agreement. Fine. 
we're in agreement. Great. Cool. Great. Uh, so uh, Seg and Adam Strange made their way back, but they fought, caught, found themselves in the middle of some dire circumstances for Krypton. While General Zod has been slowly trying to take over the entire universe, along with Lyda as his second in command, there is a bunch of rebels on the neighboring moon of Wegthor, which is attached by the Space Elevator, <laughs> Elevator to Space. <laughs> uh, they are led. It should be. Elevator that's in space. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it does make sense. If you want to connect two planets, because planets, as we know, always stay even, you would connect it with an elevator. No, you would just have spaceships that fly back and forth. I know I said this last episode, but would you prefer there's a space escalator, Pete? Because that would make less sense. No. You shouldn't have things that space are... Space stairs? That's no, going to take you, forever. You take a spaceship, you asshole. I mean, come on. If you had a chance to take a space elevator. No. I'm not going to get on the space elevator. Can you imagine dumb the idea. Uh, news reports of the Captivate Network and that elevator? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for people who work in offices in the city. <laughs> uh, anyway, so on Wegthor, there are a bunch of rebels being read by Jaxer, who has one eye. Also, Val, who is the grandpa of Seg, making him Superman's great-great-grandpa, I believe, if I have my numbers correct on that. Other rebels include... And he used to be a 3D hologram, but now is a real person. He was... he Yes, there was a 3D hologram of him. He didn't used to be a 3D hologram. He was a talking... 3D hologram. There was they a, treated him like a real character, even though he was never there. Right, but he was. Uh, there was a 3D hologram of him with his memories, but he was in the Phantom Zone the entire time, right. and then he escaped from the Phantom Zone. Now he's helping out the Rebels. Don't get hooked up on it. Uh, there's also Nissa, who is a double agent working for Zod, kind of, but also kind of working for the Rebels, and uh, probably she, the only good actor on the show. Okay, oh, buddy. Sick okay. Burn. I mean, she's very good. I will agree with you on that, but I'm not going to go as far as that other thing you said. Name another good actor. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's pretty good. Nah, I'm talking about What about Al Pacino? Al Pacino's good. I'm talking about Robert De Niro? Joe Pesci? Stop naming dudes. (laughs) Put in Julia Roberts. I mean, come on. Sure, Meryl Streep. Thank you. Reese Witherspoon. Thank you. Laura Dern, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley, Zoe Kravitz, the entire cast of Big Little Lies on HBO. What a show. Ah, Take me to Monterey. There's a place that doesn't need a space elevator. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyway, uh, so there's a bunch of rebels uh, on that moon. Another rebel is, oh, my God, I completely, Kem. Kem, who is a former bartender, is a oh, yeah, friend of Seg's. He's actually not a rebel. He's working for the Sagittarii, who are Zod's forces, which is very confusing. And last we saw, he was heading up to the moon. You guys uh, doubted me on that, I believe, when I was like, I think he's with the, re- he, with the bad guys. And you're like, no, 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 he's a good guy. But nope, he's actually with the bad guys. Uh, two other characters you probably know about who show up briefly this episode are Jaina Zod, who is Zod's grandma, uh, and also Dem Dev? Uh, Dev, Dev yeah. who is the former fiance of Lightazad. Uh, they were both in the wastelands together. We don't know exactly how he ended up there yet. Uh, and last but not least, Seg and Nissa have a baby together who's currently being held by General Zod, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Oh, you also should mention Doomsday. No, he doesn't show up this episode. Yeah, but it's still a thing. Yeah, Doomsday is still out there, so that's pretty cool. Uh, This actually begins with a flashback. We get to see a non-bearded Seg meeting Lyda for the first time. She's shopping. Oh, this nice. You like this? Yeah, we got to see them be in love and like 
together before she turned into a complete a-hole. Oh, my God. I am so shocked right now that you like to see an on Krypton. I'm happy. I'm elated. I love it. It was nice. It was nice. It was very cute. I yeah. think they, they have good chemistry together. And a lot yeah, of this... did. Well, and a lot of this episode is about what's happened to that chemistry, what's going on, and yeah. why they've been broken apart. Also, did you notice that in space they have really shiny sheets? They always. That's the I, that's a thing in, in space? You always the have shiny sh- sheets? Yeah. You're talking about after they have sex later. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Superman thing. I think that was a reference to the Superman movies where uh, he and Lois Lane have sex and they're under some shiny sheets like that. Oh, cool. It was a cool reference. Cool little Easter egg with Zeds. Uh, anyway, they get fake married with a binding cloth uh, where they realize they're in love with each other. Cam oh, is... that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm stunned right now. I'm absolutely stunned that you like something else about the show other than Lobo. I love it. I love it. Uh, then we cut to the present where Seg and Adam are in the wasteland trying to figure out how to get back. Meanwhile, on Wegthor, Kem wakes up and discovers that it was a massacre. The Sagittarius around him were all killed. He manages to survive, only to be captured by the rebels. Then we jump back to Kandor. We're doing a lot of jumping back and forth on planets, like some sort of space elevator here. Uh, Seg and Adam head into Kandor, and Kandor is nice and clean. Yeah. Zod has taken over. The rankless quarter is all slick and metallic and futuristic and cool yeah, it looks looking. looks like a shitty future Apple store. I love it. <laughs> I'm on board with General Zod's plan now. If he Dude. Can, yo, if he can... Come clean, on. If he can clean up the rankless quarter, he can do anything. Dude. Zod. Zod, you're oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop this. Uh, Zod is it. awful. No, he's not. He's good. Yes, great. he is. I'm on board. I'm on board with his plan for genetic supremacy. (laughs) Oh, my God. How dare you? Uh, Now, uh, one thing I really liked about this episode in particular... There are family members rolling over in their grave listening to you say statements like uh, that. Absolutely, that's true. Please uh, don't listen to this podcast, old family members (laughs) who are in graves. So uh, something that I really enjoyed about this episode that we haven't seen all season long is Seg's amazing superpower. We got to see this episode. Which is that he can walk anywhere at any time and nobody stops him, no matter what. And he can say anything and people are like, right you are, Mr. Seg. Hey, Seg, right this way. (laughs) No worries. You completely talked yourself into this. Yes. That's an impenetrable fortress. And Seg's like, don't worry, nobody is going to stop me at any point. Yeah. Which plays out. This show is ridiculous. I love it. I love that Seg just walks into Zod's fortress, walks up to Light, and Light is like, oh, there you are. Yeah. And they start making out. Start making out. Uh, and then ba- have sex. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? As oh. if no two people in the history of television have ever had sex before. Yeah, and then she completely betrays him. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but they reunite, they smooch, and sleep together. Very sweet. Uh, meanwhile, Jaxer, Val, and Nissa talk to Rebels about their victory, and they decide to attack the space elevator, which, as a space elevator detractor, you must have enjoyed, Pete. Yeah, because they're like, whoever controls the space elevator controls space. <laughs> it's true. It's so dumb. Yeah, because how else can you get through space except for a space elevator? You're spaceships. You guys all have spaceships. You can go anywhere you want. You don't need a goddamn space elevator. Yeah. Uh, you know what would be fun if you're riding a space elevator? What? A fun thing to do would be riding a space elevator and be, turn to everybody and be like, what is this, the local? <laughs> oh, that is a very specific joke. <laughs> the only people will know who take 
New York City transportation. That's the thing about Krypton is 90% of the show is geared towards people who live in You New made York. that joke. The <laughs> show did not. It's you the show. It's, it's the show, man. not the show. It's, it's you. It's definitely the show. Uh, Adam gets a little bit of the old seg superpower here. It just sort of shows up in the middle of a rebel rally and is like, what's up, guys? Hey, rebels. How's it hey. going? I fucking hate this show. Uh, I love it. Uh, And uh, meanwhile, then we cut back to the scene uh, post-coitally, and we find out that Lyda is forgetting some stuff, uh, which is interesting and pans out a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Then Val and Adam chat. A lot of bouncing back and forth here, as we mentioned. Adam... Uh, and finally, we get a motivation for Adam this season. Like, he's also been kind of wandering around a little bit, but he confesses to Val that he's worried that he might have broken time. Because as we saw the last season, when he zipped forward in time, he went to modern day Metropolis or it New York. It was all in a bottle. Uh, and it was bottled, and everybody was frozen. And he was worried, he's worried that whatever he did broke time. I think based on his confession there, he didn't do it, but time is being broken in some way, was yeah. my takeaway. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Also, it's weird that he blames himself for everybody being bottled when that's clearly Brainiac's fucking move to bottle worlds. No, no, no. He's saying that he put them in a position where everybody is going to be yeah, bottled. I, I know, but yeah, know, he it's also Brainiac's fucking that. fault. If you're knocking down a line of dominoes, you don't blame the middle domino for the dominoes being knocked down. Exactly my point. Nope, that was my point. Uh, And then Seg is introduced to his son with Nissa, which he's very confused and surprised about. He's like, yo, don't print out babies for me. Yeah, like you can't just randomly pick up a baby and say it's ours. You and me? No, I'm talking about... That's what he was I do that sometimes. Yeah. I just walk into hospitals, pick out a baby, and I'm like, this is your baby. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Here's your baby. Here's your baby. Just start handing them out on the you're, street. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed in hospitals anymore. I, after the first time. No. Uh, and Lyda then betrays him to Zod. Very light betrayal, though, oh. because it doesn't really matter that much because nothing really bad happens to Seg. Uh, but meanwhile, we uh, flash over to Jaina and Dev in the Wastelands, and Dev flashes back and explains what happened to him. Uh, he was with Kem. He was on a Sagittarius mission. They were told to destroy a rebel stronghold that had some rego citizens in it, uh, and he refused. Like a boss. Like a boss. He was put under lock and key. Kem freed him, uh, which shows us that, okay, Kem is not actually turned to the bad side. Uh, Dev... Also, now that he has escaped from prison, shows off that seg superpower by wandering to the city, walking right up to Lyda and being like, come on, leave with me. And she's like, no. And he's like, "Okay, no problem. I'm leaving. Well, it was weird because he was like, I want to see your face. I want to see your face, man. I just think they need better security overall in Krypton (laughs) is my main my main thing here. Uh, so then uh, we go over. Jaina and Dev decide to work together, uh, and that's pretty much it for the, their plot line. Then we flash over to Seg, who is chatting with Zod. Zod. They're basically trying to appeal to each other, and again, I like the scene. I thought you did not like the scene because you don't like anything with Seg and Zod at all. Right. But I like them trying to push this familial relation, and Zod being like, work with me, Dad, and Seg being like, son, you work with me. You're better than this. And that's weird because, you know, the son is younger than the father. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot of weird. It is a whole lot of weird, but I like that. I like having weird time-traveling conversations like that. I think that's enjoyable. Well, I'm glad you like it. And again, Zod makes a convincing case for his vision of Krypton Ascendant, and uh, I'm all into it. 
but it doesn't work on both ends. Uh, then Kem and Adam chat about something. I think I just wrote to myself out a note. Kem and Adam chat. That was it. I'm sure they talked about something. Yeah, it was uh, great. You could tell by your notes. And then the big thing that happens, this is the hugest event in the entire episode, is Seg gets shaved. He gets a shave. They shave off his beard before they put him under, uh, which really explains the order that they shot the episode in, because clearly he had the beard, they shaved it, and then he shot that flashback scene at the beginning of the episode. I like when they really explain how flashbacks work. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think if more shows were like, hey, real quick, so you know, we shot this out of order. Yeah. So enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) Also, just so you know, beards make you look older. He looks like a baby with no beard. Seriously, though. Yeah. Like, I kind of forgot it. Like, he has dewy cheeks. Right, Pete? That was a weird thing that you said out loud. Except it's a true thing as well. What does Uh, that mean, dewy cheeks? Like, the fresh morning dew has lit upon his cheeks. Like, his cheeks glisten? Yes. They're just glowing with life. That's fucking weird. Uh, Like the morning sun. Oh, I love it. Uh, so he got shaved, uh, and then he sees Rom there. We did forget to mention this character. This was a character who was dealing with uh, Brainiac when Brainiac took over the religion last season. She has now been brainwashed by Zod. So just bad things happening to her all over. Uh, she is out Zod just brainwashing people. Yeah, uh, and that's what it turns out. Uh, we find this out for sure a little later on. Seg starts to suspect it, but clearly Zod is brainwashing the population, which is why everybody's on board and doing so well. Uh, meanwhile, back on Wegthor, Nissa reveals there's a genetic bomb that Jaxer has that will eliminate any Sagittarii, and they say that it's going to be a last resort, but of course it absolutely isn't, which sends some of the heroes uh, grappling to try to figure out what to do. Uh, meanwhile, then back on Kandor, Seg is watching them brainwash Rom. He searches the records to see if they did it to Lyda, and in fact discovers they are. Zad comes up to him and tries to brainwash him but it doesn't work on him, and then we find out why. Because Brainiac. Yeah, he sees an image of himself being brainwashed, and he sees both his face and Brainiac's face, uh, which I think is super interesting. Like, I like that dynamic, and I'm excited to see that play out more. You're well, I'm not Pete? excited to see that more. I'm excited that maybe Lobo is going to get upset that he was left with a husk and that he's going to come after Brainiac, and we'll get him in the... There is, again, a 100% possibility that Lobo is coming to Krypton and going to mess shit up there, and I hope we get Lobo versus Doomsday, because that would be a lot of fun. That would be insane, and I would love that. Yes, I'm I'm glad you're excited for some things going forward. Meanwhile, the Rebels try to break into the space elevator. They should have pressed the door open button, but it didn't work. Uh, It's not working. They're betrayed. The Rebels run out of air. They try to use the gene bomb. That doesn't work. Val, it turns out, has taken it and give it to Nyssa. She's running away, and at the last second, Lytus surrounds them, and they say, what's happening here? And she declares the end of the war. So now, the rebels are done. Zod is ascendant. Seg has been brainwashed by Brainiac, and things are looking real bad for our heroes here on the old Krypton. I mean, this is a great episode to walk away. You know, just never come back. Like Really? Is this it? Just, Are you done, Pete? I mean, this is a good episode to end it on because they kind of ended it. They oh, the just, war is done and yeah. Krypton is over? Yeah. They're like, this is a up. satisfying ending yep. to the show. Great ending to the show right here. Uh, Let's just end the show, guys. Let's just all agree to stop watching. I will say 
I will say, because at least I'm enjoying the show, I think, a lot more than you are. Uh, I didn't love this episode. Yeah. I've been sort of like back and forth. But this to me was like, I don't care about the war as much. I'm glad they finished it. Uh, I'm glad they're done with it. And so they could move on to the fun stuff, which was Lobo and Doomsday and time travel craziness and all this ridiculousness that's been going on. I like that part. I want to see more of that. Me too. Uh, are you leaving? No. Or are you going to come back for next I'll, week? I'll come back. All right, you're holding on for that sweet Lobo versus Doomsday action? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. I just want you to know if I don't get it, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> uh, you're not joking, are you? No. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, let's do, as we always do at the end of every episode, we do a... It's your turn, buddy. Trivia question. Uh, this is a pretty difficult one. Okay. I don't know if you're going to get this, but in the comics... All right. There is a substance that comes from the planet Krypton. Mm -hmm. It's called mm -hmm. kryptonite. Right. What color, traditionally, at least initially, is kryptonite? Because it comes in a bunch of different colors. Green. Yes. Good work. Thank you. Uh, wow, I didn't think you would get that that quickly. Okay. Um, what I'll other colors does kryptonite come in? I've only seen in green. Pete. Oh, really? Yeah. Red kryptonite? Oh, yeah, that's right. The red kryptonite. Black kryptonite? I don't remember Blue that. kryptonite? Gold remember. kryptonite? I don't remember that. Chartreuse kryptonite? Don't remember that. Uh, I remember the red, though. Magenta kryptonite? I don't remember that one. Teal kryptonite? I think you're making stuff Autumn up. Autumn sunset kryptonite? No, that you definitely made up. Mm, I don't know. I usually go down to Kryptonite Depot and pick <laughs> up a bunch of colors for my house just to, like, try it out. Get some of those sample chips. So you're, you're laying your house with kryptonite? You don't watch Superman anywhere near you? He's got to stay away from whatever I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew you were evil. I knew it. If you'd like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on down and we'll layer you with kryptonite. Pete, what do you want to plug? Stop watching Krypton. <laughs> Pete, no! <laughs> Stop it! People tune hopefully into this podcast because they like the show Krypton and want to hear about it. Stop working against us. I think you were going to say check us out on Facebook for all the amazing guests we have on our live show. Also, yep. you can check us out on Twitter at Comic Book Live or at After Krypton if you want Krypton specific content. You can check out comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice, and we'll see you after Krypton. Hopefully not, though. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Pete, for the love of God, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>